What is up, girlfriend? Welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast, where we are all about creating big, beautiful, amazing lives and exploring our identities beyond being a mom. This is your host, Caitlin Norwood. I'm a life coach and a therapist, and I help other women create lives that they're obsessed with. One of my favorite things is watching other women win, including you. This is your invite to come with. Come on, let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to this week's episode of Confident Like a Mother. I find myself like wanting to rush through this introduction process. Like I always just want to like get right to it because when I'm listening to other people's podcasts, I'm like, all right, let's get to the point. (laughs) But I don't know. Then there's other podcasts where I'm like, I like the banter and the bullshit back and forth. So I don't know. I guess I'm trying to find a happy medium. But also I'm sitting here on the floor in my closet by myself, imagining that you are in your car or wherever you're listening to this, like responding back to me. So it just has that like awkward feel to it. This episode is sponsored by the Becoming More You workbook, which is a workbook that I created just for you, for the woman that is creating her identity beyond being a mom, helping you navigate your mindset as to where you are right now as you slowly start to become the woman that you want to be. Get your copy is in the show notes below. Let's get into today's episode. Raise your hand if you've ever felt overwhelmed and overcommitted. But I really want to talk about what happens when you're not really like in crisis, like your back's not up against the wall and you don't need to just get through it. And you're, everything's not going like amazing sunshine and rainbows. It's almost like that area in the middle that most of us play in, that most of us are living our life in, where we're just like, it's going fine. It, everything's fine, but it's not what you want it to be. And it's kind of not terrible. So you often don't pay attention to maybe some of the things that you'd like to change in it because it's not like a glaring thing. Like I said, it's not a crisis. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how to grow your capacity so that you have more space, you have more availability, you have more bandwidth, so to speak, to say yes to the things that actually bring you joy, that actually light you up, that fuel purpose in your life. And therefore, that requires you saying no to some of the things that are just like making you feel meh. I'm going to introduce a term called languishing. It's a term that the best way that I can describe languishing, which is like the official clinical term, is just living your life kind of like feeling meh, languishing. So like if you are languishing, today's episode is for you. If you are booked and busy, overwhelmed and overcommitted, this episode is for you. And if everything's seemingly going fine, like that high pitch, like it's fine, this episode is definitely for you too. The biggest reason why I'm recording this podcast episode today is because I want anyone who's overwhelmed. So all my overwhelmed girlies, all my overwhelmed moms out there, I want you to learn that being overwhelmed is having a larger impact on your body than you may think in the first place. And it's probably wreaking havoc on your body, to be honest, but Being someone that is able to grow your bandwidth or create more capacity in your life for the things that are like actually lighting you up doesn't mean that you're creating more time, but it does mean that you may create a newer or a higher or a deepened level of the distractions in your life that are really going to move the needle for you. I want to start there. So I want you to first imagine your life as a circle. So imagine maybe even close your eyes and you visualize a circle on a whiteboard or a pie or your favorite pizza, whatever it is, there is a circle and that circle, which is your life in this example, can only hold so much. There's a finite capacity, meaning like after you fill up all the slices of that pie, 
Like it's full. And when you take all the pieces away, it's empty. So I'm saying there's a finite amount to this circle. Also your life and this example. And I want you to think of everything that you're saying yes to every opportunity that you're adding onto your calendar, every opportunity that you're taking on at work or with your kids or with your husband or as a really fun special project, everything that's a yes means that you're adding something to the slice of your pie. That means it's also taking away from another opportunity or another way to care for yourself or time with your family or with your husband or at work or whatever. Because again, there's only that finite circle that is your life. So every time that you're like so jazzed up about this project or you're so jazzed to like take this class or you're so excited to, I don't know, meet up with these new mom friends or whatever to join this group. When you are doing that, make sure it's like a hell freaking yes for you because also know that your yes means a no to something else, right? We've probably all heard this kind of theory before that every yes is a no for something else, which is great because sometimes it means it's a no to like scrolling social media or like binging on Netflix or um, getting into a fight with your friends or whatever. It's a no for something else that maybe doesn't bring you joy, but that's why you have to be super aware, super conscious of what your yeses actually are. Because your capacity, again, is finite. Think of it like a rubber band, right? A rubber band has has so much elasticity. It has so much stress. But every time you're saying yes to maybe something that seemingly feels really good, um, you get that email at work or you are taking on a new project at work or maybe like an opportunity to work with a new client or whatever it is for you. It's like a little tiny stretch in that rubber band or that elastic band until you stretch it, stretch it, stretch it, which like it's got a lot to give, but at a certain point, that elastic band or that rubber band will eventually break. So every time you're making that stretch, every time you're making that pull, it's like using some of the elasticity. And there's something so sick and twisted about our mind that we are really, really very good at convincing ourselves that we're going to get it done. We're going to be able to do it. We're going to maybe be able to go to bed a little bit later. We can wake up a little bit earlier. We can, maybe we can get a nanny or we can do that after school program for the kids so they can stay and we can stay a little bit later at work or we can do something, whatever. We're going to figure it out. Our brain is so good, especially when we think we really want something. It's really good at convincing us that like, yeah, we could probably make it happen until our circle, our pie, our rubber band is about to freaking snap and it's so freaking full. So our brain is like, really good again at convincing us like, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, on the other hand, our body is the one that we really, really need to tune in and listen to. We have to listen to our body because something from inside of us is like screaming, like we can't do anymore. Like this is not it. Like we need to let go of something. We need to say no to something, or maybe we need to try something different, or maybe we need to ask for help. We need to do a different approach. And Usually this, that like screaming inside, like we know that it's there, but we try to like shove it back in and we try to like shut it up. We're like, no, we can handle it, right? Our brain tries to overpower what our body is trying to tell us. And if you're not good at this like balancing act, or if you're not good at turning the volume up to your body or listening to your body, this usually happens in like quiet moments, whether it's in journaling or morning pages or meditation or, you know, maybe driving with the radio off in your car, whatever you do to like calm your nervous system down. Um, if you're good at doing that, then I bet you you're probably better at listening to your body than some of us. Like for me, I know, for example, I am somebody that likes to go, 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 go. Like one of my biggest distractors is like keeping busy and going, going, going. So I don't have to like really pay attention, so to speak, to what's really going on or what my body is really trying to teach me. So I'm going to have you take a second and I want you to think about too for 
your own growth and for your own like purposes of this, of growing your own capacity, which again, isn't like creating more time or to take on more. I want that to make that very clear. Growing your capacity doesn't mean that you're just take your ability to take on more or do more or create more time for yourself. No, no, no. Growing your capacity or expanding your bandwidth is actually for you to feel more alive, to feel more joy, to feel more purposeful, to feel more connected, to feel more alive for yourself. That's what I'm trying to encourage here. That's what I'm trying to promote here. Not for you to like cram more things onto your schedule so you can just do more. Like that's not it. But I want to invite you to think about like what I just stated was what is your biggest distraction? When you think about your capacity and what you think about like being connected with other people and when you think about having a purpose in your life, when you think about like the quality of where your energy is going, what is the thing that zaps it the most? So for me, I know it's I go, 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 go and keep really busy or another thing that is a huge distractor for me is um, probably my phone and or like comparison. Um, So like looking at what other people are doing, especially in my industry, I've talked about this countless times on this podcast, what other people in my industry are doing and how they're growing their practice and like what they're doing in business. And like I shit on myself and compare that to like what I'm doing and like what I want to be doing um, and not in a productive way. So I would say that those are some of my biggest distractors, but really truly for you, Think about maybe pause this right here, take a screenshot so you can come back to this moment when I ask this question, what is your biggest distraction when it comes to the quality of your energy and whether you feel like you're living a life that's purposeful and meaningful and whether you feel like you're living a life that you feel alive and connected to other people, like your capacity for all of those things are really impacted by like, what are the things that are stealing your time? What are the things that are stealing your energy? Then when you can really identify what those things are, and as I mentioned, what mine just were, like, then it comes down to, okay, now that you need, now that you understand what those things are, how can you clean them up a little bit? Like, how can you create space in your life right now where you're using your time and your energy in a way that's serving you a lot better than comparing yourself to other people in your industry and or keeping your busy schedule so busy to the point where like you don't have a second to rest or slow down. I think before you even think about cleaning up whatever those habits are for you, I think you have to really understand what state you're currently in. Like where are you at right now? And that's why I'm asking you to think about this because your distracting behaviors have a direct correlation to how you're feeling. So like I started at the top of this episode is like, are you feeling that like languish feeling where you're kind of feeling lost? You're kind of feeling like meh. Your distracting behaviors are probably on high volume. Maybe you feel like you're on freaking fire. Like you are ready to go. Like you are laser focused. Like everything's just falling in line. You've been really taking care of yourself. Then maybe you're in the season right now where like you have zero to very little distractions and you are going for it. And I'm fucking clapping for you if this is, if this is you. Or maybe you are the person that is like, Also, this is a mix of me too, but like very indulgent or overindulgent with like taking on more, 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 more. Like you're the person, the girly that's probably saying like yes to every single opportunity for you, your family and your kids. And you just like don't really have a plan and you don't know how you get through it, but somehow you seem to manage with this like chaotic energy. Again, this is why it's a good idea to understand where you are currently, like what state are you currently in? Are you in this like indulgent phase where you're saying yes, 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 and overcommitting? Are you on fire? You're laser focused and you really don't have many distractions right now? Or are you kind of in this like middle area where you're languishing? You're kind of just like 
meh. And now that you've identified how you're feeling, I want you to get very specific and think a little bit deeper if you would like to. I'm inviting you to think a little bit deeper and taking a look at what is actually causing you to feel this way. And what are some of these also might be attached to or connected to some of the things that might be your distractors that I'm having you think about before that. So the process goes like this. First, visualize your life in that it has a finite capacity, like that circle I mentioned at the top of this episode. Then I want you to identify where you currently sit. How are you currently standing? Are you on fire right now, like laser focused? Are you languishing, kind of feeling like meh? Maybe you're overindulgent and you're overcommitted and you're feeling really overwhelmed. And then what are the things, the next step would be, what are the things that are causing you to feel that way? So again, if you're feeling on fucking fire right now and you're killing it, what are the things that are causing you to feel that way? We don't need to just analyze our feelings and what causes our feelings when we're in a bad space or when we are like having a hard time. It's also really helpful for us to do this when we are in a great space because then we can replicate it for other moments in our life or we can really come to understand ourselves as to like what's fueling our passions here. So I'm inviting you to do this even if, or I think like for the biggest reason, even when you are feeling like you are on fire and you're feeling like on top of your game, I want you to still think about what are some of the things that are causing you to feel this way and then celebrate that. But again, maybe if you're not feeling on fire, What are some of the things that are causing you to feel like meh and not great or maybe like super overwhelmed and overcommitted? And that brings me to my last step. My last step in this process for growing your capacity so that you have more space and availability in your life for the things that actually light you up, for the things that actually bring you joy and make you feel so alive and aligned. Ask yourself these questions before you say yes to anything, whether that's could be as small as like a play date with people that you love hanging out with, or it could be a date night with people that you enjoy spending time with. It could be a project at work that you've been like dying to be considered for. It could be, um, uh, an afternoon activity for one of your children, literally anything. I'm inviting you to ask yourself or consider these following things before you commit. And before you say yes, the first thing that I want you to consider is, am I saying yes to this commitment? Because like, I want to please somebody else. Like, is this tied to people pleasing in any way? And am I giving somebody else the power over me? Am I, am I, am I in like needy energy for them to like me or approve of me or validate me? Or am I trying to convince them that I'm like good enough? Listen to yourself here and just get really clear on whether you're saying yes to this commitment because you are trying to please somebody else or make somebody else happy. Tough. I know. (laughs) The second thing that you should probably consider before you say yes to anything, again, literally anything, use the time travel example. So for example, you would just like ask yourself, how am I going to feel about this commitment in six months from now? How am I going to feel about saying yes to this in about a week from now? Like, is it going to bother me in a year from now that I said yes to this right now? And if you're thinking like, like I think about dance, for example, for for my kids. And I'm like, yeah, dance is great. I love dance. Like she loves dance. And she does. She truly does love dance. I have to like weigh out all the options here. But I'm like, how am I going to feel about this in six months from now? And for me, I purposefully chose my daughter's dance class on a week night because I I was like done committing my Saturday mornings to dance class, to acting, to whatever. 
that I made the decision in my family, like, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Even though she loves dance, we're going to find something that works for me, that we're going to find something that works for her, for our entire family, because it truly does impact every single person in our family. Um, so I knew that it wasn't going to be a Saturday morning for me. That's a no for me, dog. And it was a yes for like a Wednesday night. So how am I going to feel about this commitment in a week from now, six months from now, a year from now, and consider whether it's going to like bother you or consider whether it's going to be like either neutral or like, uh, okay, I could deal with that kind of thing. Or if it's a, if it's a project at work, are you going to be so jazzed and excited to be working two hours extra a day in like four weeks from now? Or is this just like, you're just so excited to be considered for the opportunity that you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that like pick me energy. And then like truly once that wore off, does it still matter to you? Is it still something that's like a purpose driven project? I don't know, just something to consider. And then the last thing that I want you to consider, and this is something for everybody, and I'm talking to myself included, is like, how are you really, like, what's your energy around this? Is this like chaotic girl energy? Is this just like FOMO? Are you saying yes based on like, you don't want to miss out on it? Like, what is your energy around it? And like, is it FOMO? Is it chaotic? Is it like, because you just can't miss out and you just think that like, if you say no, that everybody else in the world is going to be having the best time and like doing the most and you're going to be missing out on that. Or like, it just seems like so exciting that your adrenaline is like carrying you through your yes. When like, when the adrenaline wears off, like once again, kind of using the timeline example mix of this, when the adrenaline wears off, are you still going to feel as good as you did when you first said yes? So just consider those things. Like what kind of energy is behind this? Yes. What kind of energy? Also, is this because I'm trying to please somebody else or like convince them that I'm good enough? Or is this going to feel as good in six months from now? Like that timeline um, analogy or that timeline example, like, am I going to really like love this? Yes. In six months from now. So just three things to consider before you say yes to anything. And again, it could be down to like a play date. Like, am I going to love this on Saturday morning when I have to go meet with this family at the park? Do I love that? Yes for me. Or is it like, uh, I don't really want to go. You know what I mean? So just consider those things. And another thing, maybe like one other strategy before I leave, be so careful about how you're using your language and your words and the energy behind everything that you're saying. And I know I talk about this a lot on this podcast, but like our mindset is everything. And we know that if you're a listener here, if you're a longtime confident, like a mother listener, you know that your mindset could either make or break you. And having a supportive mindset is absolutely crucial to building that confidence from the inside out. So when we're constantly telling other people, I don't have time for that. Oh my gosh, I don't have the energy for that right now. Or, oh my goodness, I I don't have the money to do that. I don't, whatever. Like when we're telling ourselves those things, it becomes true. So like one thing I'm trying right now is maybe like I don't have the capacity for that. I want to take another thing on. I don't want to put another thing on my plate right now. I just This is just a, something that really just happened to me on Instagram and I'm kind of impressed with how I handled it. And this is before I even had the concept for this podcast episode, but um, a woman in my DMs pro- proposed an opportunity for me and it was like not really aligned with me or like my business, but it was still like, I'm happy that she considered me. And I just responded back like, thanks so much for considering me. I just am not looking to take anything else on right now and like clapping for you from afar or whatever, you know, supported her, what she was doing. And now looking back on the situation hindsight, when the girl had the opportunity for me that I turned down, I said no to, which actually left me with availability for something that I just recently said yes to a bigger opportunity 
opportunity that was like more aligned with me, something that I was really excited about. My energy was felt not chaotic at all. Like it was just like a surefire yes. Like I'd say yes to this in a year from now. And so just a really in the moment as I'm recording this example of how to grow your capacity. So when you're saying no to something that might not be just aligned with you as a person, it might not like jazz you up in particular, or you just like might not have the space in your life to take on something new right now gives you an opportunity to say yes to something that you truly desire or that you really want to do or that lights you up or that fuels your purpose or that connects you with somebody that you're excited to be connected with or it just like gives you energy. All of those opportunities are there for us. They're just not making their way to us sometimes because like we're taking on other bullshit or we're putting on things in our calendar or we're saying yes to the things that like aren't those things. So when you have this new mindset or you have this kind of wider vision for There's always opportunities for me when you can think like that. There's endless opportunities for me to be connected to people that I want to be connected with, or there's endless opportunities for me to make crazy amounts of money. There's endless opportunities for me to be feeling truly happy, to feel really calm, to feel so confident, whatever it is for you, insert your blank line there. There's plenty of opportunities for me to have this X, Y, Z then there truly is. And they're going to flow to you a lot more easily when you're saying no to the things that aren't really aligned with like who you are or what your values are. So this is just a quick little episode. I hope that this spoke to you and I hope that this really kind of like has you, gives you pause or has you thinking about the things in your life that are a distraction for you that are causing you to feel that meh or that languishing feeling or that are causing you to feel like you're just overindulging and saying, yes, 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 go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle to more things in your life. So you're, so you're too busy to be paying attention to the things that actually matter. Um, I want to know your feedback on this. I want to know like, what are some of the things that are maybe your biggest distractors and don't forget to hit me up on Instagram. It's part of like my favorite thing is connecting with you, the CLM listeners. So, um, if you're new here and this is like the first time that you're listening to confident, like a mother, welcome. I'm so pumped and please don't be shy. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you're new here. I love connecting with new listeners. It's probably like one of my favorite things that brings me the most joy. And for everybody else listening, I will see you next week on Tuesday. Episodes drop. And I hope that this message today inspires you to continue living confident like a mother.